0: From Simon Field, I'm Chris Connolly, and the Evergreens are on the air. Welcome to Thursday afternoon baseball, D.C. Everest, against rivals Warsaw East. These teams played 48 hours ago, and Nate Langman was in shutdown mode, allowed just one hit, worked six in the third innings, Evergreens were 9-1 to one winners over the Lumberjacks, and you know, Nate Langbin was just so good, Walsall East didn't put a lot of balls in play, he gave up just one hit. Evergreens have played twice this season, they've won both of them, Lumberjacks come in with a 1-1 one and one record. Let's meet the starting lineups and batting order first for the visitors, the Walsall East Lumberjacks who wear their grays today with the red caps, red numerals, and red letters. Caden Wirth will lead off and play left field, Lane Yedis, the losing pitcher two days ago, will play Third base today and bats second. JT Gorski, who had the one hit for the Lumberjacks, plays right field and bats third. Eli Poggle catches and bats fourth. Noah Strumming, the shortstop, hits fifth. The second baseman, Oliver Chaharsky, will bat sixth. In center field, Wyatt Stahl, seventh. First baseman Evan Bridgewater will bat eighth, and the pitcher Aiden Dykstra will hit for himself and will bat ninth. For the visiting Lumberjacks, it's Worth, Yidis, Gorski, Poggle, Stroming, Taharski, Stahl, Bridgewater, and Dykstra. For the homestanding Evergreens, Kyler Soppy will lead off and play second base. Wyatt Miles bat second, he's at third. The shortstop is Chris Weisman. he'll bat, uh, bat fourth, and Brock Babish, the Evergreen starting pitcher, will hit for himself and bat fourth. Nate Langman, pitching Hero from Tuesday, plays first base today and bats fifth. Hayden Davidowski is in right field sixth. Catcher Nick Cotter hits seventh. Left fielder Elijah Smith will bat eighth. And the center fielder Preston Miller, bats ninth. But the Evergreens in their home green with white numerals, it's Soppy Miles Wiesman. Babish, Langbin, Davidowski, Cotter, Schmidt, and Miller. And in midseason form, I've timed our batting orders right to the point of our national anthem as the crowd comes to its feet here at Simon Field. All right, Evergreens take the field, and we're just about ready for baseball. Chris Conley, glad to have you listening in on our podcast at 93.9 The Game, everythingevergreens.com, and wsau.com in the podcast section. All right, you know, a word or two about the weather. This is just how weird April weather is in central Wisconsin. It's about 10 degrees warmer today than Tuesday's game. Tuesday, we were at 47 degrees at first pitch. We're at 57 degrees for today, and you know what? It's windy today. I think Tuesday afternoon may have actually been a nicer day for baseball. Colder, but no wind. Let's set the Everest defense behind Brock Babish, who's taking his warm-up tosses right now. Elijah Smith will start for the Evergreens in left. That's Preston Miller in center, and right field Haven Davidowski. I wish I could tell you something about the kind of defense we have in the outfield. Not a single ball was hit to the outfield in Tuesday's game. The Evergreens infield, Wyatt Miles, who had a couple of nice plays at third base. He's at third again today. That's Chris Wiesman at short. Kyler Soppy's the second baseman. And Nate Langman, I mean, the Evergreens plug him in at first base. Nate's been swinging a good bat, too, in the early parts of the season. So you want him in the lineup, and there he is over at first base. Nick Cotter is catching, and Brock Babish is completing his warm-up tosses. Nick Cotter, half of the Evergreens battery today. He's also been swinging a nice bat in the early season. You know, Nick Cotter's going to be moving up in the Everest lineup if the line drives keep coming off the bat here. Brock's completing his warm-up tosses. He was the winning pitcher back on the Evergreens opener all the way back on... April 1st against Adam's Friendship. Evergreen's played a much smaller school on the road to open up the season. That was an 11-2 win. Evergreen's sure looked a lot better than Walsall East on Tuesday, so the Evergreen's have to be thinking of starting off this season with another win. going to be a busy couple of days. After today, the Evergreen's play three games in two days. That is, if Mother Nature cooperates. We'll be on the bus to Wapan. Evergreens play Nathan Hale Beloit, and then on Saturday, it, it's winners or losers in the bracket. It's an eight-team tournament, but the Evergreens are scheduled to play two more games on Saturday, and the weather in Wapon's expected to be a little bit better than it's going to be here. So we're thinking Saturday's games are a go, Friday maybe not. For now, though, we'll enjoy partly sunny skies, winds blowing out to right, and Caden Worth is ready to get us underway. He steps in against Brock Babish. Brock's first pitch is down low, ball one. Simon Field took a good deal of rain yesterday. So, playing much softer. You know, this field, infield at least, played kind of fast on Tuesday, almost like there's still some frost coming out of the ground. Rain would have taken care of that yesterday. Brock's second pitch is also down low. Two balls and no strikes. Yeah, the field has a lot of give to it. And a lot of raking to, to get our infield ready today. In fact, we're starting a few minutes late so we can work a little more on this. That probably was ball three down below the knees, swing and a miss, though. Caden Worth is over the top of it. Worth 0 for 3 in Tuesday's ballgame and two strikeouts. This is bounced off the plate. A lot of English rolls into foul territory. Worth was all the way down to first base before he saw that the ball stopped in foul ground. Pick up his bat, come back and do it again with the count at two balls and two strikes. Little bit of wind out to right field. Boy, if I was a lefty, I'd be taking a big cut today. Watch that thing carry. Or, or strike out and go back to the bench. 2-2 pitch coming. And that's a swing and a miss. Brock Babish battles back and gets his first strikeout of the afternoon. Third the number 10. Here's Lane Yedis. Lane Yedis. Yedis worked into the fourth inning. He was the starting pitcher yesterday. And Yedis had a rough first inning. Walked three batters in the first. A lot of them came around to score. Had a pass ball and a wild pitch against him. First pitch to Yedis, outside corner, strike one. Left-handed batter playing third base today. Babish works pretty quickly. We always appreciate that. Leg kick coming home. Took something off that and it's bounced right back to the mound. Brock's got it, fields his position just fine and throws over to Nate Langman. There's the second out. Senior year for Brock Babish and a very effective starter a year ago. Nice, easy-going kid, kind of kid that you wish success for in his senior year. You know, the nice ones, you always cheer for them. Brock's got the beard going this year. Him and Coach Sam Nielsen. That's about a tie in the beard contest. I think Coach Nielsen's got a little bit of a head start. J.T. Gorski had the only Lumberjacks hit Tuesday. He swings and misses at the first pitch for strike one. That pitch was close, judged just to be a little bit low. One ball and one strike. <laughs> Even as a junior a year ago, Brock was really effective at changing speeds, and that fastball's a good one. Ground ball to third. A shortstop's got it. Chris Wiesman on a couple of hops, throws across the diamond, and that's a three-up, three-down inning to start off Brock Babish. The Lumberjacks go in order. The Evergreens will be coming up after a quick break on 93-9 the game. Back at Simon Field, and Aiden Dykstra, tall junior, is the starter for the Lumberjacks, right-hander. First time that we're seeing him. And here's the defense behind him. In the outfield, Caden Worth is in left field. Wyatt Stahl had a couple of nice catches moving back in yesterday's game. Wyatt Stahl will play center. JT Gorski is in right. Lumberjacks infield, Lane Yedis is at third. Noah Stroming, three-sport athlete and a solid arm. He's the shortstop. Oliver Chaharsky plays second base, and Evan Bridgewater is at first. Eli Poggle catches, and Aiden Dykstra taking his warm-up tosses now. You know, we keep our own stats and batting average all season. The just number of at-bats by the end of this weekend when the Evergreens will have three more games Friday, two more on Saturday, plus today. We'll find out officially who's off to a good start at the plate once we have a little bit bigger sample for, for batting average and things like that. The Evergreens have a lot of their starters who have two or three hits. Who's got the most hits on the team so far this season? Well, again, the the opening day game was all the way back on April 1st, and two and a half weeks of nothing. But Brock Babish has four hits, had two in the opener, and had two more back on Tuesday against the Lumberjacks. And you think a year ago, Brock was DH'd for a lot when he was pitching. And then as a senior this year, I mean, the thinking is going to be different. Bigger bat, more accomplished at the plate. Pitcher's going to hit for himself more often than not. All right, warm-up tosses for Aiden Dykstra are complete, and here's Kyler soppy ready to come in and hit. Kyler's two for six so far this season. Also got on via a walk yesterday. Scored two runs. Evergreen's pushed nine across. Righty to righty. Evergreen's ready to go in the bottom of the first inning. Soppy's bat, big blue. Pitch there is on the outside corner, strike one. Just from the times in Tuesday's game that he's been on, Soppy runs the base as well, and he's fast. O one one pitch, curve, stays up high. It's a ball and a strike. Nice crowd for kind of a cold and windy day. The East fans fill up the bleachers behind home plate. Everest fans, lawn chairs out today on the third base side. Kind of a herky-jerky delivery there for Aiden Dykstra. Something off speed on the outside corner, strike two. It's almost like Dykstra paused for a moment with his leg. Kind of the mechanics looked super weird, but then he dropped the pitch right in for a strike. One-two pitch, and that's down low. Yeah, Dykstra did that again. Like he's almost bending that front knee, that that knee that leads the motion towards the plate at a funny angle. (laughs) Take a little getting used to. He misses there, two balls and two strikes to Kyler Soppe. So the mechanics are, well, they're unorthodox. Coming home at 2-2, two, two. line drive down the right field line, it's down for a hit. Big turn at first base, at a throw behind Soppy, and the throw gets loose, not far enough to advance. So Kyler Soppy sends a line drive off his bat, and the Evergreens have the leadoff man aboard at first base. It would have been ill-advised for Soppy to take a big turn and try to go to second. He might have been thrown out there. But then the throw behind him back to the first baseman, Evan Bridgewater, that was bobbled and went halfway down the line. Could have taken another base there. Instead, he is on first. Again, you have got speed. You don't want to be thrown out trying to stretch. Soppy could just as easily steal second. Wyatt Miles squares to bunt, pulls the bat back, and it's high. Ball one. Wyatt bunted safely for a hit in the Tuesday game. And I think that Brock Bambish is going to be so solid from the mound, the Evergreens may be willing to play for an early just run or two, play small ball here. Third baseman is in as if there's the possibility of the sacrifice. Lane Yedis is two steps in on the grass. Throw over to first. Soppy is back. Wyatt Miles waits on a 1-0 pitch. See if the Aiden Dykstrom mechanics change here with a runner on. Yeah, he's just kind of slide-stepping. There is the bunt. Third baseman's going to field it. He's going to throw out. Wyatt Miles, who has successfully sacrificed and moves Kyler Sopi down to second base. Heading third, shortstop. Number 22, Chris Wiesman. Here's Chris Wiesman in an RBI spot. So the Evergreens are betting that either Wiesman or Babish will be able to hit safely. Bring that runner in from second. Again, one of the things I like about the pitcher hitting for himself, you got a chance to help yourself to this early lead. Brock Babish awaits on deck. Here's Chris Wiesman with a man at second and one out. First pitch is a little bit low. Ball one. Yeah, Dykstra is back to his regular delivery, which is anything but regular. Again, he kind of plays like a game with that front leg. And then his motion, his arm delivery is not smooth either. Like he he herky-jerks for a moment. That pitch is outside. Two balls and no strikes. You know, one of the things that separates the really elite high school teams is if you have someone who does nothing but work with your pitcher, like a pitching coach would want to spend some time, I would think, with Aiden Dykstra. So, you know, let's see if we can get the velocity up, because I think his velocity would be better if you could take care of the weird mechanics. Check swing and a foul ball from Chris Wiesman, two balls and one strike. I don't know, here we are on the radio describing it. If you were here in person or watching it on TV, you'd see exactly what I'm talking about. Still, I mean, it is an adjustment for the batter. It's someone who has an unorthodox delivery to home plate. Two balls and a strike to Wiesman. Soppy is the runner at second base and checked his swing, did not go. steal stealing third. He's in there. Got a big jump, and Chris Wiesman uh, is going to have a three-ball and one-strike count, and Soppy really stole that on the pitcher. Again, Dykstra's got to be faster with his delivery to home plate there. So now the Evergreens play for any kind of contact, could bring that runner in from third base, and it's three balls and a strike. And the Lumberjacks keep the infield back. I don't know, they they hit so little. When you've been one hit the day earlier, it's just kind of hard to surrender runs, even in the early innings. Wiesman is taking, and that's a strike. Three balls and two strikes now to Chris Wiesman. Then again, it just seems like you add 30 or 40 points to everybody's batting average when you bring the infield in. 3-2. Home to Wiesman, off-speed pitch. He got right on that line drive to right field. It's an RBI single for Chris Wiesman. That pitch just kind of hung up there. It was the slow local, and Wiesman had his timing perfect with his swing. Gets himself an RBI and a single. The Evergreens will play from in front today, 1-0. Number 40, Brock Babish. And here's Brock Babish. Does memory serve? Did Brock Babish have a home run last season? I believe he did. To right field, yes? Yes. Brock would remember, and if I got it wrong, he'd remind me after the broadcast, I'm sure. weisman has got pretty good speed, too. He's at first base, big lead. First pitch to Babish is over for strike one. Right, okay, so uh, I, I've overheard my, my minders here who uh, who keep everything good. Right, Roman McGuire had the home run. In fact, I remember, play over to first, that's close. spin is back. Yeah, Roman McGuire, now a member of the D.C. Everest alumni group, had the home run to right field that kind of, I when I was watching it, got caught up in the white advertising part of the scoreboard. Couldn't tell if that was off the fence or over. It was over. And then it was the home run from Brock Babish. That was one that he just crushed to the other field, to left field. And he crushes this one-line drive. Foul ball. Mm. No, fair? Fair Fair down the right field line. It's a single, long single. A line drive off of Brock Babish's bat. Evergreens are going to send out a courtesy runner for Brock Babish. So the Evergreens, three of the first four batters up against Aiden Dykstra, have hit fair. Mitch Danielski is a courtesy runner. Mitch Danielski out to run for Brock Babish. The so the Evergreens have men at first and second. Nate Here comes Nate Langman. As good as Nate pitched on Tuesday. Nate bounced into a bases-loaded double play in the sixth. In fact, that was, I think, Warsaw East's best defensive play of the game. Chance to hit here. He's first ball swinging that's popped up foul ground and out of play. Into the road and the first ball of the season that rolls into the front yard of the White House across the street. Sell the baseballs back to the Everest Athletic Department. Dollar apiece, they'd have uh, $50. They'd have like a barbecue fund by the end of the season. Oh, one pitch to Langbin. A little bit low. One ball and one strike. Chris Wiesman's on at second. Brock Babish is at first. Just heard Nate chatting before the game. You know, his arm a little bit sourced. Yeah, yesterday and feeling good today. I don't think Nate Langman's going to pitch at all this weekend. I think he'll be held in reserve when we return to varsity competition next week. Kind of an inside-out swing, fouled off down the first baseline. It's a ball and two strikes. Yeah, I think everyone who is taking part in the tournament in Wapan on Friday and Saturday, I think we're going to see non-regular or non-starting pitching. I mean Those are all non-conference games. The visiting teams that are coming there are not going to want to use their number ones or number twos either. One-two pitch to Langman, grounded off the plate, bounced out to short. To second, there's one, back to first, and Nate Langman, uh, two games in a row, has hit into an inning-ending double play. Evergreens get a run on three hits, and Everest will indeed play from in front this afternoon. It's D.C. Everest 1, Warsaw East nothing at the end of one inning. On nine. The Game and EverythingEvergreens.com. Welcome back to Simon Field, where the top of the second is on. Brock Babish retired the first three batters that he faced. And you know what else we'll make note of for the early part of the season? Nate Langman, who can hit well, and of course is an elite pitcher, he doesn't run well. (laughs) He's kind of grinding but he's getting from home to first base. No problem. Who can do everything? Nobody, right? 4, 5, and 6 ready to bat for the Lumberjacks. Eli Poggle, Noah Stroming, and Oliver Chaharski ready to bat against Brock Babish. Brock is taking his warm-up tosses now, and then the top of the second will be on. Get a little bit of a wind. We're 10 to 15 miles per hour out to right field. Again, Simon Field is just much softer. The infield's going to play slower than it was on Tuesday. Field back then was kind of hard and fast. All right, ready to go as the top of the second is on. Evergreen's leading 1-0. This means the Lumberjacks now are into their ninth inning of play against the Evergreens this season. And they have one run and only one hit to show for it. Here's Eli Poggle. Brock Babish, comes set, first offering of the second, swing and a miss, off speed, and Poggle was way out in front. You know what, one of the things the Lumberjacks picked up on Tuesday, when Nate Langman was pitching, every first pitch was a fastball. Um, Brock Babish, not offering the fastball first, had Poggle way out in front, comes back with a fastball here, but that's low, one ball and one strike. In fact, just chatting after the game, that figured into the one hit that Nate Langbin gave up. The hit came from J.T. Gorski, and Gorski was told, take a cut at the first pitch because it's going to be a fastball. And he connected. That's called strike two, one ball and two strikes. But I mean, Brock Babish, you know, what's the difference between a sophomore with a really good fastball and Brock Babish, a senior? Senior mixes things up more. More in command of the second and third pitches. That's outside. Two balls and two strikes. Hoping that Poggle would go for that, and he didn't. You know, Brock's got a full arsenal. And, you know, it's not an overpowering fastball. Nate Langman's fastball probably has more stuff on it. But Brock has more tools to work with here. This is a bouncing ball to short. Weisman big hop, throws across the diamond high, tagged, and out. Yeah, Chris Wiesman looked like he hurried his throw a little bit because that was a big bounce. Came off the infield and came up high. Had to play that ball shoulder high off the high hop. Still able to get it over to Nate Langman at first base. And you know, anything negative to say about Tuesday's game, a 9-1 to win is just nitpicking. I mean, Nate Langman was great. 13 strikeouts, one walk, he hit a batter. Didn't give up a hit till the... Top of the seventh inning. First ball swinging. Noah Stroming fly ball to center field. Preston Miller only had to move in a step and is there and makes the catch. So Brock Babish is off to a good start. He retires the first five batters that he's faced. And here's Oliver Chaharski. Oliver wanted very little to do with Nate Langman during his at-bats. just there were some kids. And, and, you know, East had some kids who were seeing their first varsity action. And then the, the first varsity pitcher you pitch has the Nate Langman stuff. Uh, that looks a little bit tough. First pitch is outside. It's ball one to Oliver. Oliver struck out twice in his varsity debut. That pitch is just a little low. Two balls and no strikes. Close. And again, as you get to the bottom part of the East batting order, I mean, if I was Brock Babish, I would want to know where I am in the order throughout the game because some of these guys at the bottom just don't have a lot of hitting experience, so you want to challenge them. I think that pitch was on the outside corner, yes. I think we're at 2-1 and one here. Not sure. We'll find out in a moment. Coming home, swing, and a foul ball. Let's see if Blue will be nice enough to show us here. Are we at 3-1 and one or at 2-2? Two and 2-2. Two? Two and two. For the first time all season, please note that your friendly announcer was right. 2-2 two, two pitches bounced low. Well, you know what? All right, your friendly announcer was wrong. That is ball four down low. That'll teach you. Boy, this game keeps you humble at all levels, does it not? Oliver Chaharsky has a two-out walk, I think. Wyatt Stahl to bat now. East has their first base runner of the afternoon with two down. First pitch to Stahl, swing and a miss, strike one. So Brock Bambish with that man on first, got to shorten up the leg kick, kind of slide steps towards home, and his delivery was dropping down too, so that was a different look for Wyatt Stahl, and the timing was off in the swing. 0-1. 0-1. Oh, Swing and a miss again. Again, this is the lefty. So, I mean that that hook or that cutter is breaking away from him. So, this may be some tough duty for Wyatt stall today. He's down on the count, no balls, two strikes. Brock Bambish checks the runner. Comes set. Runner's going. is outside. Throw down to second. And he's safe. Ooh, that was close. Close. In fact, Chris Wiesman, the ever shortstop, kinda held the ball and showed it to the umpire. Yeah, bang bang at second base, and it is a stolen base for Oliver Jaharsky. Good throw down by Nick Cotter. Again, there was so little base traffic. We didn't get to see Cotter's arm on Tuesday. But, I mean, if Cotter has taken the regular steps forward from his junior to his senior year, then the Evergreens going to have a good catcher back there. Back at home plate, it's a ball and two strikes to Wyatt Stall. Now, there is a runner on second base in this one nothing game. Brock Mabish stay focused at the plate and this inning here. And there it is. Swing and a miss. He got him. So one pitch after the stolen base, Brock Babish brings the inning to an end with a strikeout. Lumberjacks get a walk and leave a man stranded at second. We'll go to the bottom of the second. Evergreens one, Lumberjacks nothing. Six, seven, and eight in the Everest batting order to hit here in the bottom of the second against Aiden Dykstra, Hayden Davidowski, Nick Cotter, and Elijah Schmidt. Hey, they are just one of the unknowns in the early part of the season for the Evergreens. How's this bottom part of the batting order going to hit? Davidowski, who's going to lead off, didn't see any varsity at bats last year. Nick Cotter has been off to a good start at the plate. Elijah Schmidt and Preston Miller spent most of last year with the JV, although they did see some varsity at-bats towards the end of the season. In the of the second, right Hayden Davidowski bats from the right side. And by the way, to start off his first full varsity season, he is 2-for-6, so Hayden's got a couple of hits already in his back pocket. Aiden Dykstra righty to lefty to start the bottom of the second inning. Here is that weird leg kick, off speed, high, ball one. Actually, Blue just kind of moved his hand off to the left, saying that he saw that as outside. 1-0 pitch, fly ball, center field, left center, kind of a long run, nope. and an out. Kind of hung up there in the wind, let Wyatt Stall get underneath it. Fly balls may be a little bit of an adventure. Windy today, and it was not 48 hours earlier. Here's Nick Cotter. Cotter's two for seven, but a lot of line drives have come off his bat so far this year. Cotter may not be in the bottom part of the Everest order for much longer this season. Off speed hit him. You know what? Nick Cotter didn't move at all. It was like a statue there on that slow curve. And no matter, he's getting first base. And down goes Nick Cotter. Here's Elijah Schmidt. Schmidt got only one at bat in the Tuesday game. Elijah Schmidt. Saw some action as a courtesy runner twice. Elijah for the season. In fact, you know what? That one at bat, he hit safely. Two for four this year. Cotter takes his lead at first. Aiden Dykstra coming home, that's down low. Throw back to first base. Runners back. Evergreen's lead 1-0. They had three hits in the first inning. The first inning looked a little more promising than one run. It came to an end when Nate Langman bounced into a double play. See if the Evergreen's can get a couple of more here. Lead-off man's been aboard in both innings so far. Cotter is taking kind of that sneaky secondary lead. Pitcher throws over and Nick dives back safely. I'm not sure how much of a threat Nick Cotter is going to be to steal bases here. I understand, or at least they've told me, the bus is leaving at noon tomorrow for our trip over to Wapan. I'll be traveling with the team, so we'll see how that goes. Maybe the bus really leaves at 11.30 and they've told me noon. We'll see about that. That's better than the alternative of being left behind. Down low, two balls and no strikes. Aiden Dykstra seems kind of distracted by that runner over at first base. Again, he's got to know. He's working towards the bottom part of the order. These are some less experienced hitters. I would look at what I have in front of me at home plate. Two and O. Again, secondary lead. This is a bouncing ball to second. They'll get the force there. And nothing else. So the leadoff runner is erased, and Elijah Smith scampers down to first base on a fielder's choice. Fielder. Here's Preston Miller. One. There are two Preston outs now, Miller. and Preston Miller is up. Miller walked a couple of times Tuesday. He's got the black bat with what looks like white stripes on it—the Strudel bat. Inside ball one, so Davidowski flies out to center. Cotter hit by a pitch and then a fielder's choice. So Elijah Schmidt at first, two outs. Evergreen's up, one nothing, trying to put some distance between them and what they think is a not as good Warsaw East team. pitch. Runner is going. Pitch is a strike. Throw down to second. Not in time. Stolen base for Elijah Schmidt. So now with two outs, the Evergreens have what they want. They've got that runner in scoring position. And Preston Miller goes into drive-em-in mode. Ball and a strike. Elijah Schmidt's got good speed. I mean, he'd be a send on anything hit to the outfield, try and score him from second base. 1 1 pitch on the outside corner, strike two. That's a close pitch, and Aiden Dykstra probably needed it, and he got it. So Dykstra is one strike away from leaving a man in scoring position. Big lead at second base, not holding Elijah Schmidt on. Again, he would easily score and something hit to the outfield. Off-speed pitch, left field side, and it's down. Evergreens are going to score another run. There's the two-strike hit for Preston Miller. Gets himself an RBI. It's 2-0, Evergreens. Yeah, boy, there's a lot to like about that. Base, Preston Miller gets a line drive off his bat. Job. That's good. The hit it, it came with two outs. And with two strikes. Yeah, I like all of that. And the Evergreens have a 2-0 lead. To the top of the order we go. Kyler Soppy singled his first time up. The no, no, no. Where he's so the Evergreens tack on a run here. And let's see if Soppy can keep the good times going with two outs. Runner is going here. Pitch is inside for a ball. Throw down to second. Safe. Preston Miller. You know, maybe the Evergreens have a little more speed than what they've had in past years. Miller looks like he can run well. Elijah Schmidt came around the bases just fine. Guy who's hitting right now, Kyler Soppy, he's the prototypical leadoff batter because when he gets on, he can take a base. So, what, give me three guys with above-average speed? Sure, you can do some stuff with that. Soppy is waiting on the 1-0 pitch. Now he's got a man in scoring position. Checked his swing. It's a call strike. One ball and one strike. I mean, the Evergreens haven't had just super-fast players in recent years. They've had guys that have run the bases well. But, I mean, just guys where, where pure speed is a part of their game? I think they've got a couple of players this year that may fit the bill. 1-1 one, one pitch from Dykstra. Checked his swing. He went too far. That's going to cost Sapi a strike. And that is, what, that's called strike three? Well, you know what? Coach Dave Langbin is looking over like there's some confusion over what the count was. I had it at one ball and two strikes. But, I mean, what the home plate umpire has is what's going to be official here. So th- th- there's some question about whether that was strike three or not. If Blues got it as strike three, it's strike three. And the inning has come to an end. Evergreens get one run on a one hit batsman no air and air an air RBI single. Air the air new score we go to the top of the third... It's DC Everest 2, Walsall East nothing on 93-9 the game.